following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Welcome in to another episode of Main Street Preps this week. It's been a while, so I hope we still remember how to do this, but I'm Russell Venosi, joined as always by Tyler Palmatier. And summer is winding down, Tyler, and football season is here, and we are, are going to talk about it. Yep, we are, this is our season debut, so uh, let's let's get it going. It's nothing nothing short of a full week here. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll tell you what, you know, when I was when I was growing up, going to school, part of me always hated August here in Tennessee because that's when school starts, but. The consolation was always the start of football season, high school, college, and then the NFL. And I still feel like that in a certain way because our job schedule kind of still is on the school calendar. And so this is this is the nice consolation, consolation here in August that summer might be over, but we've got action. Um, it's going to be a great week. A lot of great games to talk about, Tyler, and we're, we're going to have a, a guest on here in just a few minutes too. But, man, um, after kind of weeks of seven-on-sevens and practices and scrimmages, we're finally going to get some clarity these next couple of weeks, exactly what some of these teams are made of and, and exactly who, uh, you know, has a real chance to, to have a great season. Yeah. I, I mean, I've always, and I agree with you, but I kind of, I've always been of the opinion, you know, we'll get some clarity the first couple of weeks, but you know, that this first week is, uh, you know, for some teams it's scrimmage, you know, one B it's, you know, they're still ironing out. It's not the cleanest week of football during the season this week one. A lot of improvement to week two. I feel like you really start to see things kind of crystallize a little bit more in like week three, but that doesn't yeah. discount the, all the excitement, you know, that comes into this first week. I think the non-region game, the non-region schedule is really good, which, you know, most of these are non-region games, but um, I think there's some fantastic uh, series that obviously started last year that are, are really fun matchups. So, and, you know, just, it's the, the, the welcoming back of a sport that's super popular. So there's just, yeah, there really is nothing like the, the opening week of high school football, a lot of great crowds and um, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I think you're right about week one, especially for teams that have a new coach. Maybe they've got a new quarterback. You kind of, sometimes you have to give them a mulligan there in week one. They, they may not be their full self uh, still trying mm. to work through, you know, play calling and all that kind of stuff. And uh, so, yeah, you're right. The, some teams will definitely need a little bit of time, but um, we will find some out. You know, who's, you know, who's some polished. Won't. Yeah, some, I mean, it right, could. There's, won't. there's a lot of. Uh, I still think even last year, there's some stuff that surprises you. You just, you know, we all thought the Chris Parson, uh, Marcel Reed was going to be such a great duel, and it ended up being that. But you know, Parson was just slow coming out, and that mm-hmm. game kind of turned NBA's game or turned NBA's way really quickly. Um, so, you know, I just there's things that will surprise us. It'll be a lot of fun. Well, speaking of that Ravenwood at NBA matchup, we are going to talk now with Montgomery Bell Academy defensive coordinator Chris Chauvin. So that's coming up after the break. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net.
Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes! Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Time to welcome in Montgomery Bell Academy defensive coordinator Chris Chauvin. And he's joined us by video today. Chris, how are you? Doing well. Doing well. Just uh, prepping, getting ready, but everything's going good. Yeah, I'm sure it's an exciting week for high school football coaches and teams just all across the region here. But you guys are getting started this Friday at Ravenwood. Should be should be a great game there. Um, coming out of the preseason, what do you just kind of make of where the team stands um, heading into this first week here? Uh, doing pretty good. We had good, good fall camp, um, good preseason. We, we, uh, didn't really suffer, um, any injuries, which is always shoot. That's the name of the game. I guess now is to stay as healthy as long as you can, but we're starting healthy. Um, had a good camp at Swanee. Uh, you know, we'll go up there for, for, uh, about four or five. We think we're moving in the right direction. So we're excited. Boy, that's the truth about health. Uh, I, Chris, maybe you can just kind of take us into the the heart of the locker room here for this first week. You know, four days before opening night, is there a feeling uh, after a long summer and preseason that guys are just kind of antsy and chomping at the bit to be turned loose for real? Yeah, they're 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 ready to go. Um, you know, the summer it can be a little bit. Shoot, it's a little bit of drag at times. You know, they're getting up. You know, four days a week. You know, we we're we're up here at six thirty, starting our workouts, and and uh, you know, you're lifting. You you know, we we don't do a whole whole lot of football just because it is a lot uh, of time. But um, and then of course you go to camp three four weeks, and you're just playing against each other. You just you're ready to see somebody else. You know, you're ready to 
get into the 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 um, the season. You know, you don't want to practice against your guys anymore. So um, I know our seniors after after last year, they're they're excited for this year to start. I feel like we're you know teams just just ready for you know ready to go. And Chris, we'll get we'll get to your team uh, more here in just a minute. But we were diving into your background, um, and it, it looks like you played defensive back at Johns Hopkins University. And after that, you've been a coach. Uh, can you kind of just take us through how your football coaching career evolved, and and how um, maybe what drew you to, to the defensive side of the ball there at NBA? Uh, yeah, so um, I graduated from Johns Hopkins and and didn't really know what I was going to do. So I took an internship at a boarding school in Virginia, Woodbury Forest. Um, and the head football coach there, Clint Alexander, needed a JV coach, so he just asked if I'd if I'd help since I played, um, and then kind of just fell in love with coaching. Um, I'm from Nashville, so I, I went to Father Ryan, and um, I was just trying to get back to Nashville, and so I got hired on at BGA as a teacher um, when Coach Uvarard was there, and uh, so I got to know Coach Uvarard. He asked if I wanted to coach. I said yes, and. I've coached with him for about three years at BGA, and then and then I followed him over to NBA. So I've been with uh, Coach U for about 15 years now. Um, when he left BGA, you know, we were coming to NBA, um, bringing me with him. He just, you know, he, that's when he kind of said, I'd, you know, I'd like you to be defensive coordinator. And I'd been, you know, running backs and corners uh, kind of helping, but um, it was kind of my it was my first real kind of push into, into doing it and, you know, uh, you know, I felt, you know, good knowing that he trusted me to kind of do it. And I've been just doing it since. So, you know, defensive side of the ball, I never thought I'd be on that side. But uh, being there now, you know, it's kind of something, you know, I love and, and uh, you know, have fun doing it. So, Chris, is becoming a head coach your ultimate career goal at this point? And, uh, man, 15 years under one head coach, that's a that's a long time. What, what have you uh, – what's it been like? Uh, being under Marty for that long? Uh, it's been awesome. I, I you know, uh, we've got a great relationship. We kind of meshed early on at BGA, just personality-wise. Um, both pretty competitive. You know, we we played a lot of basketball and, and do a lot of things um, like that together. But, um, you know, a lot of, you know, what I do coaching-wise and how I see things is, is you know, from talks with him on the offensive side, defensive side of the ball. So he's you know, he's really been a huge influence in, in, in my coaching career, obviously been with him so long. And, and um, yeah, I guess at some point, I, I guess I'd be interested in, in being a head coach, but I, I enjoy right now where I'm at and, and I enjoy coaching for, you know, with him and, and, and for him. So he's been awesome. Um, he's just been, I think he's just a, he's a great guy. I think he, the, the culture he builds here has been awesome. And uh, you know, I feel lucky to have him, you know, as, as the head coach. So He's also the godfather of my son, so he's you know we've been been together so long, you know it's kind of you know a big part uh, of, of my life. So, and Chris, you're handling these uh, these two part questions like a veteran, so I'm going to throw another one at you. Okay. Um, Marcel Reed, what makes him such a such a tough assignment for opposing defenses? And then the second part of that is, you know, how has facing him daily helps your defense get better? Yeah, he's uh you know. Coach, you would always talk about Marty. You know, the great thing about Marcel is, you know, I mean, one, he's a great athlete. He can he can run it, he can throw it. You know, he's. But I think what Coach you always talks about what makes him special is just how hard he works. Um, and you know, he doesn't have this um, 
air about him or, or aura. He, he just he's wants to be one of the guys and wants to work really hard. And he, you know, kind of demands that from the people around him. Um, uh, it's been, you know, kind of a, I mean, it's a blessing having him on our team. It's a little curse at practice sometimes, just how good he is. Um, you know, you feel like you got a good coverage on and then he'll, he'll kind of thread a needle or you feel like you got a, a good blitz on and he'll, you know, he'll make you look ridiculous sometimes we getting out of the pocket. But um, for us as a defense, it, it surely, I think it's helped us being able to, I mean, the guy can make, I think the guy can make any throw on the field and he makes us have to in practice defend, you know, from shoot sideline to sideline and, and in vertical as well. Um, so I, I, you know, I, I think it benefited, it benefited us in, in a number of different ways and, Shoot, I hope it, help, it helps us moving forward, you know, especially, you know, Friday with uh, um, Parson, Chris Parson. You know, they're very, you know, I think they're similar players. So um, I think it's been helpful. Yeah, just a perfect lead into the next question. Uh, you got a chance to see Ravenwood last year, and obviously Chris Parson, who recently committed to Mississippi State, has a big arm and a lot of speed too. Uh what did you think you did well against him last year in that opener? Uh, I thought we got pressure on him um, uh, and, and uh, got him to move a little bit, which I guess is kind of double-edged sword. Um, I, you know, I thought he moved well last year on film. I don't think I knew how well he moved until I saw him in person. Um, and, uh, you know, we did some things that got him to move out of the pocket, which, you know, I thought at the time may have been, you know, beneficial um but i thought our kids rallied really well to him and and tried to tackle as a group so i i I think the best thing we did was i I think we kind of we were able to put a little pressure on him without letting him just um make us look silly out in space i I thought we had good pursuit angles um but he was uh he was hard to plan for last year he's about as hard to do the same thing this year you guys have plenty of experience coming back from that defense uh, that you had last year. We've got you down for six returning starters. Is that is that correct? Um, yeah, we got about six. Yeah, we got about two up front. Uh, D lineman, um, Gabe Fisher, Eric George, um, both played significant minutes last year. Uh, linebackers, um, Browning trainer uh, as a starter for us from about week four on. Um, Cole Hooper is going to start at the other linebacker. He started the first four or five games. Um, and then, and then, um, trainer kind of took that spot, but they'll both be starting. So there's some experience there in the middle, uh, outside linebacker, Grayson Soper is going to start. Um, he's, uh, um, he started about game four for the remainder of the year. Um, and then the secondary, we got three guys that have had, uh, um, experience, um, between Alan Young. Payne Daniel, who's who's our safety. He's he's uh he started the last two years and had a lot of playing time sophomore year. And then Caden Maddox started um the first handful of games and, and has a lot of experience at corner. So um we got feel like we got a lot of guys coming back um that understand what we want to do and how we want to do it. And so we're just trying to put it all together. Hey Chris, thanks. Uh, we got one more question for you, but uh, a lot of great insight today from you uh, from a, a good you know a defensive coordinator perspective uh, let's let's talk about Eric George a little bit I was talking to Marty uh, at the scrimmage against independence and uh, Eric who's the son of Eddie George 
looks and I believe is listed at a few inches taller than last year. Uh, maybe one and a half or something like that is what Marty said. But, his, you know, his dad, Eddie, didn't attend Ohio State out of college. He went to a prep school and I guess experienced kind of a similar growth spurt. I mean, do, can Eric's maybe additional size help him get on a few more college radars? And could you maybe uh, talk about what you expect from him this season? Yeah, uh, I, I think for sure as, you know, he gets more and more film, I think he's going to I think he's going to blow up more than he has. Um but, you know, the with him, it's, you know, he was early on a running back and we moved him to, to D-line. And so he, you know, last year he was, you know, a big learning experience having to play and, and kind of learning how to play that position. It's um, it, it was a little hard for him. And this year, you know, all summer he's had the experience. So I think what he's really learning to do is, is how to play physically. Um, he's always been. You know, he's he's had his his dad's feet a little bit. He always had good feet. He had good hands. Um, he can flip and run and 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 make you look. Uh, he can make you look silly, kind of in a pass rush situation. But you know, what we've been trying to get him to understand is that you know we're, we're not going to be able to pass rush unless we get some run stops. Um, and so that's kind of what has been um, his focus on. So I think he's done a great job of learning how to anchor down. Um, he's definitely. Um, finally using his hands a little bit more. And, and I mean, if you saw the bottom half of him, his legs are, are, are massive. Uh, he looks like he's got quads on quads. And um, uh, I just think, you know, his size, his, his speed, his potential, I think is what people are going to look at and say, gosh, almighty, he's, he's got a chance to be a ball player. We'll definitely have our eyes out for him this year. And, and really the whole NBA team in general coming off of that, Runner-up finish there in Division Two Class AAA. Chris, we really appreciate you joining us on short notice here, especially on a game week, and uh, good luck this Friday against Ravenwood. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. 
Zion Christian Academy. ZionEagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's ZionEagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes! Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our orthoquick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. All right, we are back here on Main Street Preps this week, and it's time to talk about some games and make some predictions. There are a number of great games, probably at least a dozen out there that we could talk about, but we whittled it down to four big ones. Tyler, let's start it off with Cane Ridge at Pearl Cone, which kicks off the season Thursday night here in Nashville. Yeah, I think that's such an awesome uh, series just because, you know, those are of the larger schools. Those are, well, I shouldn't say larger, but they're obviously two of the class programs in Metro. Uh, you know, that just they're, they're, they've got the most, you know, they've got some of the most recent success. So, Love the matchup. Uh, I've got – let me double-check my score. I've got Cane Ridge 24, Pearl Cone 17. Um, but I think Pearl Cone is a team that could still make a run possibly to the state championship game or, or even win it. Um, I just think Shiv- – you look at kind of like some of the experience Cane Ridge has, Siobhan Abdullah, Reggie Goodlow, uh, Mose Phillips, they're ready to r- roll offensively a little bit more than Pearl. Uh you know, Pearl Cone without Barry on Brown, based on feedback from Tony Brunetti, this is going to be a more spread out, team oriented group. So I think they'll eventually be good, but I think Cane Ridge has just got uh, maybe a little more uh, cohesiveness this early in the year. I'm with you on the fact that, or the idea that it'll be a close game. I've actually got Pearl Cone pulling this one out 20 to 17. 20 to 17. I uh, don't feel super confident in it though, for the reasons you just mentioned about Cane Ridge. I think that's a motivated group. You know, they were coming off just a heartbreaking loss. Uh, one, they were not expecting the first round of the playoffs after winning their region. Uh, Pearl Cone right now is a little dinged up. They've got some injuries. Uh, it's unclear whether running back Malachi Cromwell or wide receiver Darius Reed are going to be available for that game on Thursday. And if they don't have those guys, it's going to be tough, but Pearl Cone's got quite a bit of depth and they showed last year in the same game. Like you said, they didn't have Brown and they, uh, you know, they rolled on just fine. So I've got the Firebirds taking that one, but really wouldn't be shocked either way. I d- defensively Pearl Cone's been really good in the preseason. I mean, I could, this could would be a toss up. I mean, I think their Pearl's yeah. going to be really good on defense. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, next up, we've got independence at CPA. Um, this one's got some intrigue to it. it. It was a bit of a blowout last year. CPA, obviously, uh, had a big senior class, a lot of experience there, and uh, they rolled to a, a win. But I think it might be a little bit closer this time around. I've got CPA pulling it out, though, 38-21. to A um, couple interesting storylines to, to note. Independence breaking in a new coach and Scott Stidham and um, also a new quarter, quarterback. And so, like I said at the top of the show, sometimes you got to give a mulligan if somebody's got a new coach or a new quarterback. Independence has both. 
So a win there on the road at CPA would definitely be uh, a tough task. Uh, CPA, though, uh, good chance they will be missing Ingle Martin. His son is playing in the Little League World Series this week with Nolansville. And, uh, you know, that's quite a trip to make back uh, just depending on when Nolansville wins. So I would I would bet that um, there's a good chance Ingle is not there. But, um, you know, they've got a pretty deep coaching staff at CPA, and I'm sure they'll have all the right pieces in place to still uh, – make that one happen. So I, I've got the lions taking that game. I do too. And uh, I think it's a fun, you know, this could be one of those surprises where we see something different with independence win, but I've got CPA 31, 28. I think the scoreboard gets lit up a little bit because there's going to be a lot of passing CPA looked quite a bit different than it's run heavy. Look last year in its first in a, in a scrimmage I saw against Ravenwood. Uh, but I like CPA. I think that the, that Thomas Vaccaro, Bo Burklow, London Humphreys trio is going to be really good this year. Uh, they get the edge just kind of as, as independent settles in here, but I think that's going to be a good offense too. Um, that's sort of my theme. I think the more, I think week one, more experienced teams or maybe the more whoever brings back, maybe the uh, a better core is going to kind of have the upper hand. That's, that's pretty common though. Well, on that note, what do you think about NBA at Ravenwood? Uh, plenty of experience there, and I know you'll be covering that game Friday. Yeah, I've got NBA 28, Ravenwood 21. Um, I think I saw both teams play in the preseason, and NBA is just like physically already moving people around up front like it almost like it normally does. Um, I think Ravenwood makes it a closer game this year. Last year, as uh, – a three-star quarterback, Mississippi State commitment, Chris Parson kind of settled into he was new at Ravenwood as a transfer that year from out of state. Took him a second to settle in, and NBA kind of controlled that game. I think this is going to be a little more back and forth. Uh, we'll see a QB duel but with Marcel Reed, two SEC quarterbacks, Marcel Reed and Ole Miss commitment. I think they're going to put up some big numbers, but NBA is going to come up with a stop to win it. And not just future SEC quarterbacks, but potentially we're looking at the future Egg Bowl matchup with Mississippi State. I, you know, I, that there, never which, even occurred to me. And that yeah, never how about that? So yeah. I, I know they know each other, and that'll be a fun game. But in a couple of years, we very well might see that same quarterback matchup again, uh, which would be really neat. But uh, yeah, you know, I like the physicality of NBA. You posted some videos about that from their scrimmage, and uh, I think that'll make that'll make a difference, um, especially if they can get that push up front on on both sides. So I've got. NBA taking that one 35 to 28. Uh, and finally, let's wrap up with Blackman at Brentwood. This was a really exciting game last year, a high scoring game that Blackman pulled out 38 uh, 35. Uh, Brentwood, they lost quite a bit to graduation. Uh, meanwhile, Blackman has kind of a returning core, uh, especially on offense with quarterback Jack Reisner, uh, wide receiver Justin Brown, who's also going to Mississippi State, and tight end Ben Marshall, who just committed to California. That offense was explosive last year in Chandler Tiger's first first season at the helm. And man, it seems like they've got a chance to be just as good, if not better, this time around. So um, I like Blackman in this one, uh, but still still a close game. Uh, Brentwood, you, you never really can completely count them out. That's, a, that's just a team that seems to reload every year. But I've got Blackman taking this one 28 to 24. Uh, what about you, Tyler? Uh, yeah, same four-point margin, same – same Victor. I've got Blackman 35, Brentwood 31. That that core offense returning there, like you said, is shouldn't no reason to think it's going to take a step back or miss a beat. Could even improve. I think Brentwood keeps it close with defense because 
Blackman still has to prove that it can shore up, uh, you know, a unit that gave up a lot of points in, in last season. Um, so I think that's how the game stays close. Uh, I think Brentwood gets some points off and uh, we see kind of another fun game here. Um, that's a, that was a hard one to pick. I think Blackman will win, but that's a really interesting matchup. Yeah, definitely. And for all of our picks for this week, uh, from all of our staff members, you can find that at MainStreetPreps.com. We'll be doing a staff-wide pick them just like we did last year and see who can be the most accurate throughout the season. Uh, hopefully it'll be one of us, but could be could be any of our coworkers too. So stay tuned for that. Thanks for joining us today on Main Street Preps this week, and be sure to be following all of our high school football coverage this Friday at MainStreetPreps.com.